Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. It's time for our book review and it's always an absolute pleasure to welcome back Arabella Tawney, our bookworm. How are you today, lovely? I'm great, Louise. I've been up since 4.30, daylight crazy. <laughs> I know, it throws you, doesn't it? It throws you. So, uh, yeah, I have been up since about 5.30 myself. Not quite 4.30, but 5.30. So, look, we can... Yeah, Yeah, we can all have very efficient mornings and get to bed nice and early until we sort of adjust a bit. Uh, But what I wanted to talk to you about today, obviously uh, what's been blowing up Netflix is the second season of Bridgerton. Now, uh, I quite enjoyed the first season. I haven't read the book, uh, but I quite enjoyed the first season um, because of the eye candy on screen, if I'm going to be completely honest. But you... Oh, it's very nice. Very, very good. I was very devastated to hear that the Duke of Hastings wouldn't be back. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued by the second season. I have started watching it, but uh, look, I am missing the Duke. But you actually read the books, didn't you, over the week? Well, I just read, I just read, it was at my local library, so I picked it up, the Bridgerton book. And I've, I really like romance. I am such a romance fan. Mm. And historical romance, read so much of it. It was it was okay. Look, Julia Quinn's not one of my um, on order authors that I would buy her books. Um, the book itself, as a series, looks amazing, but the book itself, you know, the heroine, she doesn't have much about her for me. Yes. I, I like a bit more meat in my historical romance, so I thought I'd talk about some other authors. If you're really into Bridgerton and you want another fix of that kind of thing, um, I've got four more authors that you might like. Awesome. So your belief is is that Shonda Rhimes, who is like a genius, I mean, she did Grey's Anatomy, she did Scandal, she did How to Get Away with Murder, uh, you know, and now uh, – and she did she did Inventing Anna and she also does Bridgerton. I mean, does the woman ever sleep? I want to know. But your belief is that she's, she's bumped it up a fair bit from the book to make it oh, more consumable. Totally. And that can happen um, – I'm thinking of True Blood. Now, True Blood, the books, I've read them all, mm. they're okay, but they're pretty mediocre, you know, fantasy romance. Yeah. Um, the series were amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. So I like, I like that we can take a, a work and do amazing things with it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're sort of saying for, for those of us who want to feed our and nourish our souls by reading, you've got some meatier things than the Bridgerton actual novel to read. Yes, and and I want to talk about this idea that romance is something lesser or, you know, the writing's not great. Um, <laughs> I love the, the idea that hating on romance is, is a kind of slut-shaming. Yes. You know, it's kind of like don't enjoy reading about sex and and um there's a great author that i'll talk about um sarah mclean and she says it is feminist it's written by women for women about women who come into their power so we should embrace romance yes and this whole idea that it's an unrealistic expectation unrealistic to have good sex that's just terrible that's just terrible it is terrible yes you're leading the charge it's true. It's true. So the first author I want to talk about, um, and the first book, actually, 
is called Kiss Me Annabelle. It's it's an old one, but it's a it's a goodie. Eloisa James is a Shakespearean um, lecturer professor. Right. Okay, she writes historical romance, and probably my favourite of hers is called Kiss Me Annabelle, and it's about a Scottish duke who comes to town to get himself a wife, and this very um, one of the sisters, there's many sisters, many books, but she kind of holds the family together and they seem quite wealthy, but they're actually being very, very poor. And so she has no interest in the Scottish Duke because she thinks he's in town to get a rich wife. Right. Um, there's a scandal and they have to be married and, yes, things unfold. It is fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Um, also, um, Charlotte Featherstone, a bit more dramatic her pride and passion. Um, there's a lord. There's always a lord or a duke. And, there is. <laughs> and there's a woman he's betrothed to and she doesn't really like him because he seems very stuffy and uninteresting. And Yeah, I like this because there's villains, there's a bit of drama, the writing is very, very dramatic and beautiful. Right. Um, yeah, pride and passion, Charlotte Featherstone. Okay. Fantastic. Um, Sarah McLean, who writes a lot about romance, um, her 11 scandals to win a Duke's. Ooh. Um, yes, it, it's fantastic. Um, her heroines are always feisty, interesting. This one is Juliana. She is an Italian person in, you know, Regency England. Yep. A very sloppy Duke that they kind of had a thing and then he realised he was far too scandalous to attach himself to. Yes, and they've got this slow-burning, sexy romance. All of these books have a lot of smut in them. (laughs) I just want to say. And it's okay. And it's beautiful. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, that sounds and, like the perfect – all these sound like the perfect read to dive into over the Easter weekend, do they not? Oh, yes. And Courtly Milan, she is like the best. She writes diverse characters. Yes. So the, I, read on, I read on the weekend actually, um, The Duke Who Didn't, and it's about Chinese English people. Right. Um, the Duke of Lansing, who – whose dad was English, his mum was Chinese, and then Chloe Fong is the heroine and she she is Chinese having moved to the UK and it's about their romance and it's very beautiful. She's very prim and proper and he is not. And he, and he hasn't told anyone in the town that he actually is the Duke and he owns the land. So he's trying to woo her but then he's got this big secret. Oh, I like it. I like it. That all sounds oh, something that you could absolutely sink your teeth into. And, uh, yeah, there's a few there that I think I might dive into myself over Easter because I'm looking for a good read. And I do love Bridgerton, but I do take on board what you're saying. So these are like meteor Bridgerton in the print. I love it. Well, I, I'm into humour. I mean, they're funny, yes. not in a obvious way, but the dialogue sharper, the interactions are wittier. Yeah, sounds amazing. Love it, love it. Oh, Arabella, thank you so much for uh, imparting this. This is something that I'm going to dive into. So if you are a Bridgerton fan and you like watching it on the screen, dive into these meaty period novels. They sound amazing. And, uh, yeah, you've bought the goods today, Arabella. 
Thank you, Louise. <laughs> that was Arabella Tony, our resident bookworm, and you're listening to The Juice.